With the words ship ahoy on the lips of the crow's nest, what will the party find? Be it friend or be it foe? Find out now on part two of Ghost Ship. Ooh. Oh, I, I immediately pull out my spyglass and I'm going to look the same direction as the crow's nest. Okay. And then, Azak, what were you going to do? Yeah, uh, I have the special power called Farsight, where I can see things at the ten times the normal range of human vision. Okay. So, yeah, as soon as you, it's pointed out kind of which direction that the person in the crow's nest is looking at, you guys can both see that it's not actually a boat, or in the sense that it's not actually a full-size ship. Instead, it looks more like a rowboat. So then it's pretty quickly, given that you guys both have spyglass and terrifyingly accurate vision, that you see a life raft. And there are about a half dozen small figures in there swinging around white flags. What are the figures? Once they start to get closer, you can kind of hear an indecipherably high-pitched voices of a half dozen goblins inside the life raft. Mm. Oh, we gotta save him. Uh, so, mm. <laughs> sorry. Uh, immediate response. Uh, mm, I don't know. Can I cast a spell? Yeah. It's called Augury. It's gonna give me an 80% chance to get an answer back to a question that I'll have. And it'll be the answer is wheel, which is something good. Woe, something bad. Or wheel and woe, or no answer. So, oh, okay. I guess you're gonna roll like 80% on a percentile die and then answer the question accordingly. Okay. Wheel and woe. Okay. Is that the answer? I haven't asked the question yet. Oh, okay, yes. Sorry. I thought I thought it was just a general what's going to happen. Go ahead and ask your question. We'll see what I answer this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hmm. Great spirits out there. Is there danger in helping these goblins? I stand resolute on wheel and woe. Friends, I fear that there may be danger, but good tidings as well in helping these goblins. Be prepared for the worst. There's also danger in buffing an orc in a bar battle, but you still did it, so we're going to save these goblins. So then Silverhook is willing to take your lead on it because he doesn't deal with people all that often, especially goblins. But he trusts you, Remy, enough that the goblins get on and it's just a stream of just thank you, thank you, thank you, thanks, thanks. Every version that you could even think of starts just streaming uh-huh, out uh-huh. of all right. a half dozen goblins. Words are great, but but gifts mean more. Uh, um, we don't have anything. We just came. Our, our ship just broke. What do you mean gifts? We don't. Uh, okay, so I'm Cosmo, and these are five other goblins that I don't feel like naming right now. But I'm Cosmo, so we'll just <laughs> talk to me. Don't worry about it. Okay, Cosmo. Um, I'm the only one with an exclamation point over my head. So, yeah. uh, qu- <laughs> let's turn that quest into giver. a question mark. <laughs> oh, that's right. Que- question mark. Well, you don't know. It could be blue. Well, you guys will get to do it tomorrow as well. <laughs> Pleased to meet you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he thrusts his arm out. I will greet him as well with the thrust of an arm. And then he just like furiously shakes your hand. Because you, you can tell that they haven't been out on the sea for that long. But it, whatever happened before then has rattled them more than a little bit. He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- thanks for saving me and my mates. Uh, we may not look it now, but a couple of hours ago, we were members of the finest, most important crew on all the South Seas. And you can just see like five other goblins like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And just nods and murmurs. But um, we were on board the fearsome yacht. You've heard of it? No. Okay. Uh, um, I have a power called Spiritus Mundus. It's kind of like Bardic Knowledge. Can I roll for that? Yeah. For those of us who don't have special powers, what should we roll? 
I rolled a 16. Okay. Yeah, just everyone do a general knowledge. Am I still down or have I, have I come back up at this point? Sorry, I mentioned it in my head, but not aloud. <laughs> Great for audio podcasting. Yeah, uh, all four of you guys will be up by the time that the there's enough commotion that um, you will all be on deck when they're up there. So what did everyone get for your knowledge? Zavith rolled a 10. I rolled a 16. Remy is a, at 11. Okay. I got a 14. Okay. So, Azok, you think you've heard of it before, but you can't remember any of the details, but you're pretty sure that it was a prison ship. I sense many spirits telling me of chains. The ship was used for prisons. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the one. Well, you see, it, the fearsome yacht is a prison ship, but um, we were transporting probably the most dangerous prisoner um, ever, and we we're taking him over to Tolbarad. But uh, Murlocs attacked us, so there wasn't a lot we could do. They fought like demons. They might have been demons. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe no, but they were Murloc. I don't know how all that works. Anyway, the yacht ran into a coral reef and. It tore a big hole in it, so the murlocs were everywhere. We, uh, yeah, me and these guys, uh, managed to escape, but uh, everyone else is probably dead by now. So the prisoner we were carrying, he's an orc, and he says he was a mage, but he's not. I'm for sure he worships demons, that's why I thought maybe the murlocs, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a warlock, and um, he was making trouble back on Kazan, so we had to take him in. I'm not sure what you guys are up to right now, but uh, I don't think it's sunk quite yet. And if you guys wouldn't mind, uh, you could kind of do a favor for Undermind and Azeroth as a whole, if it motivates you hero types, to head over and kill or recapture the orc. And if you can save the ship, I know, I know, I know that the Trade Coalition would be extremely grateful. You can see the other five goblins just pretty much like the most peanut of peanut galleries, just like constant nods and yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's not a bad idea. If it screws over the Alliance, I'm down for anything. I would be more inclined to help if the fearsome yacht were to become a whaling ship or a fishing boat after we rescue it, if we're able to rescue it. The idea of a ship being used for something as... Unhelpful as a prison, instead of whaling or fishing. Two of my favorite pastimes. Um, well, I can make sure that the captain hits a whale next time we go, and I can call you somehow. Um, That's good enough for me. Okay, okay, got it. I rolled a one. <laughs> he is not very convinced. So, he, he also... Kind of gets the vibe that there might be a little bit more motivation. Um, so, yeah, um, we're pretty poor ourselves, you know, like the, we talked about with the gifts and everything. But um, if the coalition usually pays 10,000 gold to salvage a ship like this, so it's either 10,000 gold sinking into the sea or 10,000 gold sinking into your purses. I like gold. Awesome. That's my only input. <laughs> I hold up a bag of holding. Yeah, I think 10,000 gold could fit in here. Oh, okay, okay. Um, uh, so we can... I, I mean, I can show you where it is if you guys are willing. It might be best to examine the location of the ship via visions first before we just head in. 
via ye old divination. Yeah, have scrying. Vision schmission. Let's just go. Why are we waiting around? <laughs> Either way, it'll definitely take a couple hours to get there. Fine. Yeah, I'm going to cast scrying, I guess, to try and uh, figure out the location of it and take a look at it. I'm going to sharpen my trident. Yes. I look over to Silverhook and say, is it okay if we go? Well, it sounds like you'll have a ship of your own and wouldn't need me anymore. But there'll still be some payment for the travel you've taken now. I'll get you close enough, but we'll have to gauge how much risk I take once we get there. I'll not be boarding the ship, nor will any of my crew, but I'll take you there. I am going to pull out my bag and I will drop down a thousand gold pieces in front of Silverhook and say, is that enough to make sure we get on board? Oh, we'll get on board. <laughs> Silverhook starts getting every all of the crew up and the smiling devil is moving at quite the pace. Is there any other questions that you guys would have for Cosmo? What is the layout of this ship? Well, first off, perfection. Like, if we're going to start with a description, it's perfection. But there are three three levels. There's the top deck and two below it. I'm not sure what the rather, the other two look like. I mean, we hit a coral reef, and it's not sunk, but I can't imagine there wouldn't be some water. There's nasty little, nasty little murlocs on there. Who knows how much damage they've caused. But it is a thing of perfection, the fearsome yacht. He also says that... Murlocs, they had red tattoos, like a pair of slitted eyes, and a big toothy grin. And if you guys give me another knowledge check, we'll see what you can come up with. Remy got a 16. I got a 15. 17. 19. Okay, so Zabeth, you recognize that characteristic to be of the clan of the Wide Grin Murloc tribe, and that this tribe is particularly both ferocious and intelligent, and its members wield some of the best equipment that more than most Murlocs would have. Um, but it strikes you as a little bit odd that they would be willing to attack a ship and not kind of keep to their own and fight other Murlocs. Mm-hmm. Well, the only thing I can say for sure is that they'll have some good stuff on them. So on top of the 10,000 gold, we might get some cool stuff out of those guys. Don't forget to set to auto loot so you don't lose anything. <laughs> yeah, what are our loot settings right now? Need before greed or roll? <laughs> oh my gosh, that is the best idea. Master looter and Remy is the master looter. Who keeps disenchanting everything? <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> Arcane dust for all. Awesome. So Cosmo also says that... The prisoner's name is Doc Maul, and they had super special magical manacles on him to keep him restrained, but I'm not sure... He's not sure where that stands now. The orc was named Doc Maul? Can you repeat that name? Yes, Doc... Doc Maul? Doc Maul. Doc Maul, okay. There you go. Is he uh, tattooed black and red? He, like, he likes demons. <laughs> okay. Was the prisoner being kept on the middle level or the bottom level of the ship? On the bottom. The part that was hit by the reef. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be super easy and he'd just be dead down there. I don't know. I mean, but we couldn't fight through the murlocs, so. I'm going to ask if he has, uh, if Cosmo has any uh, personal effects or pictures or anything of uh, Doc Maul. No. He does not. Okay. 
So you guys kind of turn north, and after about an hour or so, you hear that same crew member up in the crow's nest shout out, Ship Ahoy. Is that all he knows how to say? That might be his name. He might be a Pokemon for all I know. (laughs) (laughs) The same time, clouds roll over the sun and fat raindrops just start to patter down on the deck. And you look over to your left and you see about a half dozen goblins just pop out umbrellas and just stand there calmly. And of course, we have our waterlogged walrus, Inuk, who is completely okay with the situation. And soon, through the increasing rain, you make out a shape ahead. And it is none other than the fearsome yacht. Mm. So it's tilted forward and the bow in the water and it's about a 10 to 15 degree angle nose down and the rain keeps picking up as you approach and you can start to make out details on the prison ship and then Azok I know you were going to divine a little bit beforehand. Yeah I wanted to scry him the the target guy that uh, what was his name? Doc Maul. Doc Doc Maul. Yeah, I wanted to see if I could scry on him. Okay, I assume you have to roll for that? Actually, scrying is going to be a will save on my targets. Okay, I was going to say, or I roll against? Yeah, and I don't have anything that's going to modify it, and so he's going to get a plus five because I've heard of him only secondhand. And basically, if he fails his will save, then I'm going to be able to actually see him and spy on him. Okay, what is the DC set? DC's going to be a 19. So he passes it. What happens at that point? I think it's just a saber die, so I don't think it does anything. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I can't throw it. Dang it. Okay, but you can still use your expert vision, the two of you, and you can notice that there are several murlocs on deck. Mm. So how would you guys proceed? Hold on. Hold on. I forgot to give you the image of perfection. So the fearsome yacht looks to be a bizarre cross between goblin technology and traditional shipbuilding. So it's constructed primarily of wood, but there are metal plates bolted on the sides in various places. There are two masts trailing tattered sails and waving ropes, and behind them is an enormous smokestack. And there are two great water wheels painted a garish red are attached to the ship's stern. Cannons poke out of the holes on the side, and there are the figures moving about on top. And you hear Cosmo say, Good thing I can't use those cannons, or we'd be in deep Kodo droppings right about now. And the masts are intact? Yes. Okay, so just the sails are in tatters. The masts masts themselves are fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so how would you all like to approach? Give me an approximate amount of feet away from the two ships. So right now... You're, de- you're a decent ways away. I mean, it would it's to the point where Silverhook is wondering if you want to approach further here on this boat or use one of the life rafts. Well, we could do a surprise attack. I mean, we're on a ship. If we're not swinging by rope onto their ship, I think we're doing this wrong. Actually, you know, I mean, that is, that is one option. Another option is I have the power to basically do mass spirit form to make us all incorporeal, and we can, like, go in through the bottom of the ship. That's a idea. Ooh, that's an amazing idea. Will it work on my penguin? I don't know how any of it works, but it sounds great. Yeah, I don't think the DM planned for that one. <laughs> it's okay, because you gotta kill everybody one way or the other. I don't care which end you start on. <laughs> <laughs> so what which spell are we using? I have a power uh, called Mass Spirit Form, which basically makes us incorporeal, so I can at last spawn on Long enough to skip to the end. Yep, basically 13 rounds. So, I can bring it to three other allies with me in this third one. Convenient. 
Oh, this that's perfect. That number is not too high or too low. If it works on me, does that extend to my penguin? Yes. Awesome. Because if I was going to have to leave him behind, everything would just change. So, how do we want to do this, then? We said we can bring up the three? Yep. Him plus three. Him plus three, so that's all four of us. Okay, good. Yep. So, blow the magic flute and fast forward to the final level. <laughs> yeah, so if we come in, so we all get in the water and swim up to the bottom of it, we could just phase right through. I ain't scared. Good call, because I'm going to let you know your walrus friend can't swim all that well. <laughs> Is there irony there? I feel like there's irony there. There must be, because, like, I have fished all my life, and yet I don't swim. Well, okay, no, look, to be fair, my father has sailed most of his, and he can't, so there we go. That works. All right, let's 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 roll with it. Which piece of the ship were you trying to come in on? Are you trying to come in one of the sides, figure out, kind of come in from the front where it's hit the coral reef, or the back? Can we ask where the prisoner was held? Yeah, because he's definitely going to be hanging out where he was held. Once he's liberated himself. No, but that might be a good place to find potential allies that he's locked up. Oh, good idea. I say in my character's voice. <laughs> Constantly saying, I say in my character. <laughs> yes. I guess we'll ask Cosmo that then. Yeah, he's, yeah. Cosmo says that... Uh, he, was on the, he was on the lower level in one of the jail cells there, on the left side. On the, on the which side? On the left side, because I don't know how ship terms work. Port. port and starboard. Port. Starboard. I know that's one of the words. I think left is port, isn't it? No, port is a kind of wine. Touche. <laughs> it's a fortified wine. And uh, starboard is uh, what kids do. Like, they get, and they did their chores, and they get stars, and they put it on the board. I thought it was if you can't say Starlord correctly. <laughs> My favorite character is starboard and goot. <laughs> Amazing. So, yes. Starboard. He's on the starboard. Yes. Okay. No, port is left, starboard is right. Yep. Okay, he's on the port. Port side. Alright, I guess we're going to go in through the port then. Right. Before we head out though, I think we should do buffs if anyone's got anything to buff with. Yeah, I got a bunch of stuff potions-wise I can chug, but they don't last all that long. I have armor that I can use to shield the entire party for... I'm not sure how long. For X amount of time. Hold on, let me... I know it says it. So once we do the spirit form thing right before it, I will chug a potion of bark skin, which lasts 30 minutes. It gives me plus 3 to AC. And I can give Master some endurance before we get to our first fight. And then I will hand a potion of bull's strength to Zabeth that I have. Good idea. And I will use the shield other on my blade bane armor. Awesome. How does your blade bane armor look? Because I know what it is. It is a set of half plate armor. And on the top, on the shoulder pads, they have what look like lions, but I have kind of handcrafted them to look more like wolves to actually fit better with my last name of Firewolf. But beyond that, there's nothing exceptionally different than what you would see as plate armor. It, it looks pretty much like a, a set of half plate armor. Nice. Inuk, how does your blade bane armor look? My blade bane armor, I think kind of like if you have a, a broken arm and you get a, a cast and people sign on the cast. I've gotten pieces on it that have been put together by individuals in my village. So as I wear it, it is a reminder of everyone in my village because of course, my village is basically my family, my extended family. And so I carry their strength around with me. So it has 
sort of some of them have drawn fish and other things and then I've handed this to the armorer who has then crafted it in the images that they've put down. Awesome. Well, it sounds like everyone is ready. So how does the spell wear off? Is it something that you have to wait for or is it something that you can just willingly... Yeah, I can choose the end of the effect at any time. I just envisioned you almost there and then doing that to Nook, and you're just watching his <laughs> plate armor-covered body just sink into the ocean. Yeah, the spell lasts for about 14 rounds total, so... Okay. Or 15 rounds, so we should have plenty of time, because we're just going to swim up and then... Yep. Does the potion of bull strength that I just got, is it the same effect as the spell that was cast in the bar? Yes. Okay, just double-checking. And that one lasts only three minutes, though. Three minutes is all I need. Ayo. Obviously having to adjust a little in case you didn't imagine that was happening. (laughs) Sorry, we just have to go with our player instincts to immediately change how the game's going to (laughs) go. Perfect. I I should have expected no less. So, you guys enter. Who's the first one in? Not me. I'll lead lead the way in. Sounds good. Zabath, go ahead and give me a spot check as you enter the port side of the fearsome yacht on its lower level. Got an 18. So you can see quite the interesting scene. So the hallway here is scorched in places and the wood is withered and the metal planks peeled away and lying discarded and misshapen on the floor. There's burned and chopped husks of goblins and murlocs just strewn about everywhere. The place smells like a barbecue in which someone has left the meat on the grill for far too long. So barred jail cells, empty and open, line both sides of this corridor. So the one you've entered and you can see across that there are jail cells on the other side. So the ceiling lanterns have fallen from their chains and lie on the floor with the rest of the refuse instead of their normal yellow light. They shed a green-purple glow that is painful to the eyes. That's intense. A green and purple glow. I will wait for everybody to get through and I'm just going to kind of start naturally walking towards the bright color. Okay. Grurple. The deep grurple. I love that color. (laughs) (laughs) It's the color that my mother was, believe it or not. (laughs) Green and purple? Awesome. (laughs) So after you step out in Yuen, as you can imagine, you look over and the bow is got a decent amount of water that is rolled into it. And for reasons unknown, you can't quite imagine why the ship hasn't sunk when you see how much damage the front has seen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cast Detect Magic. Oh, magic everywhere. So the, the lanterns themselves are magic because, surprise, that's not a natural color. It also appears as if some spell has been cast over the front of the ship and is holding the water at bay. Can I use Spellcraft to identify the spell? You can, while I use Scroll Around to identify what the spell is. All right. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. Oh, if I wasn't so busy scrolling, I would have done that. I rolled a uh, 15. It was a limited wish that seems to be holding it at bay for now, but you also know that that is not something that will happen forever. Mm. So you, and you can just decide this amongst yourselves, who is the first person to head to the back, what I believe to be referred to as the stern of the ship? Yes, the stern of the ship. Remy will do it. Remy immediately sees them go in one direction, he goes the other direction. So you get back there, and you come face-to-face with none other than Doc Maul. Oh, sweet. But the first thing out of his mouth is, Finally, finally, you're here. So did you, did the goblins finally defeat the murlocs above? Uh, yeah. Oh, finally, finally. Okay, um, well, then can we, can we get out of here? 
Who are you? Oh well, I'm Doc Maul. No, I'm just a ma- I'm just a mage, a- an emissary from Orgrimmar. Do you have any papers? I have spell scrolls. I am. I don't. I was just looking to get off this ship. That it was attacked. Like official papers that designate you as a representative from Ogremar. Oh, I thought you were talking about papers that you could put tobacco in and smoke. <laughs> well, that'd also be nice right now, but no. Can I do a sense motive on this guy? Yes. Alright. Oh, great. That's a nat one. So, uh, I'm gonna believe whatever he says. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're pretty... <laughs> Man, you guys. You're pretty confident that he is, in fact, a ambassador from Orgrimmar, and it was just a big misunderstanding between he and the goblins of Kazan. Alright, so does he happen to have shackles on right now, or anything like that? He does not. Okay, I was gonna pick the lock anyways. Uh, yeah, um, well, I, to, to be honest, I kind of lied about the murlocs. We're not sure exactly what's going on up there. As you can see, I'm, and I yell for Azok. Hey, what's that spell you cast on us? Um, I'm sorry. Wait, what? The spell was I'm sorry? I do not understand. What spell are you asking about? Didn't you cast, uh, the, to make us incorporeal? Oh, I thought that was a dream. Yes, no, I cast, I cast Spirit Walk on us. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of my buddies here, um, made us Spirit Walky. I don't know exactly what that means, but you can see I'm kind of floaty like a ghost. Oh, Okay, Did, can he do that again? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, there's that. Um, For some reason, I think he can't. Well, then we're, we'll, uh, we'll have to find our way back out. May I address a question to this gentleman? Yes? We have been hired to actually restrain and capture you. Uh, no, 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 it's okay. He's a representative from Ogremar. Is he? Yes, yeah, yeah, he told me. I believe him. Hmm. Yeah, he's good. I feel like hired is a strong word. We've mm. been promised this ship, which seems to be held together by magic at the moment. I fear whatever magic is holding it together may not get it back to where we receive the reward. That is true. May I ask, what was the misunderstanding between you and the goblins, then? Oh, somehow they have it in their minds that I am a warlock, and that's just i'm just a simple magician i was on an ambassador mission to kazan to check some herbal remedies out but they took offense to this and i was captured and then they were taking me to tolbarad of all places can i do another sense motive you can my my goblin senses are tingling okay give yes uh all right that's much much better that is a 21 sense motive. Okay, you noticed that for some reason, when he said that it was a misunderstanding, he instead said umber instead of under, and it was much louder than anything else he's been saying. Hey, guy. So you might be from Ogremar, but you don't make sense to me now. Give me a listen check, everyone. 15. 27. I rolled a 12. Two plus four. I got a six. I'm such a good listener. Remy, with your 27, you notice that there is a slight murmur in the heartbeat of Inuk, because that's the only way I can interpret a number as high as 27. 
He should get his walrus cholesterol checked out. No. (laughs) Anyone above a 10 can realize that there are heavy footfalls above you. And they seem to be tracking back towards the bow of the ship. We may be in trouble. And there will be no surprise round for what happens now. So I will have us all roll for initiative. There it is. 19. Oh, no, no. Don't give me numbers just yet. You'll, you'll kill you kill me. Does that mean we can also re-roll? <laughs> well, if I can't hear it, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> is anyone above 20? Yes. What do you got? 23 for Remy. I have 20. Whoa. Anyone in the 19 to 15 range? Zavathus. What do you have? 19, exactly. And then that would be three of the four. Azak. Rolled a six. Oh my. Wake me when it's my turn. (laughs) (laughs) But will you know that you're awake? Mm. Oh, I got super meta. Is your top still spinning or no, did it fall? (laughs) (laughs) But it's not your top. Oh, Remy, you are up and you are fairly confident that something is about to happen that you will not be okay with. Okay, so... I'm going to apologize now. Like I said, I've been playing 5th edition since it came out. My 3.5 rules are a little rusty. 3.5, if someone hasn't acted in combat yet, they're flat-footed, right? Correct. I'm just going to keep calling him Darth Maul. Is Darth Maul flat-footed to me? Yes. Okay. I draw my kookeries, stabby and McStabby. (laughs) I run up to him, and I am going to... Wait, because it's 3.5, I only get one attack, so I'm going to attack... Uh, twice, actually, because I have the base attack bonus to attack twice. You can attack with right. both weapons. Twice. In 3.5. Oh, sweet. Alright, then I'm going to do a full attack against him for four attacks. Yeah, you were you were also close enough, because you were right there talking with him. Oh, alright, cool. So I pull up my kookeries, and he's going to get stabbed. Alright, first attack is a 24. Let me... Oh, yeah. Second attack is a 14. No. Okay, now my next two attacks. Uh, I have a crit, and then the fourth attack is a 12, so that misses. Correct. Alright, so my first attack, so I only have two that hit, as I'm sneak attacking because he's flat-footed, so that is 5, 6, 11, 13, 14, 19, 22, 26 points of damage. Alright, let me... Do some math here while he gets real sad about his choices. Go ahead. Alright, now my crit does uh, 12, 18, 24, 25, 29, 32, 36, 39 points of damage. Okay. That's a lot of math. <laughs> I was told there would be no math. Uh, and I yell, You lied to Remy! You can see a look of shock because he was not prepared. He thought he thought he had you. He thought he had you. Although honestly, just from the looks of it, even we heard shuffling and then immediately attacked him. Yeah. Well, I figured out he lied to me, and I am chaotic neutral. <laughs> I read me after my own heart. So out of the hole in the ceiling that you can now see near the bow of the ship, drops a gigantic torrent. He looks to be covered in runes and wearing very little. And he looks to be extremely, extremely angry. That is his turn, for it was full of movement. 
Inuk. Yes. It is your turn, sir. Am I close enough to stab him with my trident? Which one? The tauren that just dropped down or the orc that just had his insides turned to his outsides? Yeah, the Dakmal. I feel like just keep going at him, if possible. Dakmal. Yeah, yeah, you can get close enough to attack. Okay. I'm going to attack him with my trident, whose name is Yura, which means beautiful because my trident is so beautiful. And I am going to have to do so much math right now. All right. Roll. Does 16 hit? No. Oh, he is not flat-footed. Any longer. He knows the gig is... <laughs> he is well aware that there is a fight happening at this point. So then that would be... Correct me if I'm wrong. That would be your turn. Zabeth, you have two very clear enemies in front of you. And I just watch a nook run after Doc Maul. Yes. Then I, feeling claustrophobic, am going to enter my barbaric rage. <laughs> and I am going to go after this gargantuan thing that just dropped down and then is covered in runes because I don't like it. I am going to try and hit it three times with my Maul of Strength. Okay. So, on the first one... There's a 15 hit. Oh, and you went for the Torin. The Torin, yes. We will call Umber from now on, and that gives you a clue as to what was happening when he was saying Umber very loudly. No, it does not hit. Okay, and you said his, we're calling him Umber now? Yeah. Mm. All right, so the first one misses, and this one is going to be, what about an 18? No. Wow. So I have no hope of this third one hitting. <laughs> so on my third swing of the mall, I am going to go ahead and just say it does not hit for the third. Okay. <laughs> Happy first round, guys. It is now Doc Mall's turn, and he calmly takes a step back and begins to cast a spell. And so as he casts it, you see the tone of his skin change. Like you can almost tell that it's a little bit thicker and as it takes on this kind of purplish hue which looks even like a deeper purple in the purple green purple light of the <laughs> lanterns <laughs> and remy give me a spot check sure remy's eyes see all so 17 plus 9 is 26 you can see that some of the wounds that you inflicted have kind of closed up Grr. And because this is 3-5, that's all he does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, can you reiterate what just happened? So he took a step back, cast a spell, and from Remy's perspective, his skin got thicker and some of the wounds that he had have closed up a little bit. Ah. And it is your turn, sir, Azok. Yes, okay. Uh, Azok's going to raise his hands. And then uh, cast Mass Bear's Endurance on the entire crew. So that's going to give everyone plus four constitution from now. And that's basically going to give you guys 22 hit points for free right now. On top of what you currently have. Oh, alright. Did we get a um, an attack of opportunity when he stepped away? He did a five foot step. You don't get attacks of opportunity on five foot steps. Oh, he did too, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah. The cheeky bugger. <laughs> and then um, where am I in position to the other Torrin? You're pretty much equidistance between the two of them because Doc Maul was in the back room uh, at the stern and then Umber dropped down at the bow. Like, am I able to move the plankton? Oh, I'm trying to think if that would work. 
Because flanking, you'd have to be on the complete opposite side of Umber. Yeah, you could get close enough to attack and then use your movement next turn to get to a flanking position. Okay, yeah, let me get within melee range of him then. Okay. And then that'll be my turn. Sounds good. Remy. So, currently no one is engaging Darth Maul. No, he is taking, he is taking a step back. So he's a five foot step away from you and Inuk. Which sucks because that means I can't sneak attack him anymore. Can I move to flank the Torin then? <laughs> no. It's too far because you're essentially the two fights are happening at the opposing ends of the ship. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Then I will use my standard action and chug a potion of haste. Mm-hmm. So now I am hasted. Okay. And then I will move to then be next to Darth Maul. So if he tries to do anything, he's going to provoke an attack of off. Okay. And that's my turn. Oh, and I yell, how dare you heal the wounds from Remy? He says, don't worry. Remy will have his own soon enough. Bring it. Umber. So in front of him is the other Toran, is both Zabeth and Azak. And Umber is a Toran. Yes, he is a practically naked Toran covered in runes. So he's not a human that also happens to be the Sinarian Circle's archivist and considered very brilliant by his night elf peers. No, not nope, none of that happened. <laughs> okay, well, clearly the World of Warcraft wiki is lying to me. <laughs> Zabeth, you are getting a mighty swing your way to hit a 27. I am trying to hit a 27? No, no, I'm trying to hit you with a 27. Then you hit. And I hit for 18 damage. Thanks for that extra 22, guy. That's huge. And that was an unarmed strike from Umber. Wow. Okay. After this, I'm just going to go back to the forest and kill boars. (laughs) Would an 18 hit you? Yes. Yes, it would. So then you take another 12. Alright. Umber is a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Inuk, it is your turn. Okay, so I've just seen quite a bit of damage come from the giant terrifying creature. Am I close enough to just head over towards Umber and start stabby McStabbing it with, uh, with my <laughs> trident? <laughs> yes. That's Remy's job. Yeah, you could leave Stabby and McStabby here and you could get there and attack with a charge. So then it would be a plus two for your attack and then a negative two on your armor class for the next round. Yep, I can live with that. Okay. My trident was going to be called Stabby McStab, and I was going to be called Tusky McTuskface, but apparently that's not. Acceptable World of Warcraft naming. I'm like, well, I could have been Tusk47B, but, you know. (laughs) Just remember, though, if you leave me with Darth Maul, I can't do sneak attack damage to him anymore. Oh, bollocks, yeah. No, I mean, I've already moved. I've already moved and rolled, but... That's twice now. Ugh. One of these days you will get to sneak attack. <laughs> yes, hopefully before I roll the die and commit to a move. My own sense of propriety does not allow me to lie. Um, okay, 17. And it was a plus two, was it, Neil? Yes, on top of your bonus. Yep, yeah, so 17 plus two plus maths. 26, 27. Does 27 hit? It does indeed. Woo! In that case, I now get to roll for damage, which is hiding over here somewhere. 1d8. Best die in the world. 16 damage. Oh, sorry, 17 damage. There we go. 17 damage, if I've done that maths correctly, which isn't always the case. Okay, he takes 17 damage and is none too pleased about it. Zabeth, it is back to you. My three wild misses as I entered my rage did not sit well with me, so I've actually gotten 
angrier and i am going to do it again because persistence always works yes and let's see what happens here natural 20. Do you want me to roll the other two attacks as well, or do you want me to just do this one and then... Yeah, go ahead. We'll deal with the critical hit now. That way we won't lose track of it. All right. So the maul is 1d10, and then the crit was times 3, so that's 30, yeah? Wait, times 30? Times 3. The crit's times 3. Okay, I heard 30. I was like, no. I think we all agree that 30 is the best number to use, though, really. Yes. I don't remember 3.5 all that well, but I remember that's not it. Yes. No, no, no. It's 1d10 times a 3, so a total of 30 hit points. Okay. And with my refound confidence, I am going to swing again. 24 hit? Yes. Better round. And that is going to go for 13 hit points. And attack number 3. Oof, so close. Uh, I'm over 29, so. As you can imagine, yes. Yes, so I'm not going to continue to do the math. I'm just going to. Roll the hit die. And that is another 11 points of damage right there. All right. Doc Maul. Let me double check how this spell works as he takes a step back and then points it at you, Wendy. It misses. Don't worry. Ooh, it might. Is It is going to be a, a reflex save of 22. I rolled a 15 plus 12 is 27. And since I'm hasted, it's actually 28. Okay. I figured as much would happen. This is going to hurt, but you have no negative consequences after the fact. Your reflex save as you get hit with a greater searing pain, you will not take a negative four on attack rolls, saves, and skill checks because you passed it, but you will take an inordinate amount of damage. Even with evasion? He's going to take half damage off of the attack. Okay. So yes, reflex for half... And you avoid the negative penalties. So there we go. So I am okay. doing the math on half. Still not enough to kill Remy. A green flame encases his hands and then shoots out towards you. And you manage to duck mostly out of the way. But you do take 37 points of damage as part of it hits you and hits behind you. And you know that you are wow. very pleased with that result compared to the other result. <laughs> Does that likewise blow a hole in the ship? No, but it is a little bit on fire. A little on fire. Good. All right. Only a little. It'll be fine, though. I'm sure. It'll only mostly sink. Azak, it is your turn. Yes. I'm within melee range of the uh, Tarn, right? Yes. We've been kind of laying the beat down on him already? Yes, he received a substantial beat down in return for the one that was received by Zabeth. Sweet. Well, I'm going to hit him with a melee touch spell called the Stow Curse. And so I'm making a touch attack against him so he doesn't get his armor bonus in that. Yep. Ah, great. Natural one. Dang it! <laughs> you miss and your hand comes back and touches you because you are a torrent as well. No, I'm just kidding. That's fine. <laughs> all right well that was me so okay remy we're back up to you sweet so gracefully dodging out of the way of i'm just assuming is a fell blast because it is green remy uses stock which allows him to turn invisible which is a rogue special ability you can use three times per day and i have to beat a dc of 10 plus darth maul's hd plus his spirit modifier in a stealth check to remain invisible. And I will use skill mastery, which allows me to take a 10 on all stealth checks, no matter what is going on. And with a 10, I have a 32 <laughs> stealth check. 
So what would he have to not successfully do? What's the math I'm doing? So I just need to know if 32 beats his HD plus his spirit modifier plus 10. I doubt it. We will get close. No, we won't because he's intelligence based. So you are good to go, sir. All right. So now I am invisible to him and I will sneak up on to him. And now, because I am surprised attacking him, I get sneak attack once again. No, no. Oh. <laughs> what? How is that possible? So I will sneak up behind him, and because I'm hasted, I have five attacks now. Oh my gosh, I love my dice. First attack is a nat 20. This. <laughs> <laughs> Second attack is a 18, which is a crit for a Arcanite Kukri. So 18 plus 10 is 28. Okay, two more attacks. I promise you, I just got another nat 20. <laughs> I am not cheating this nice. at all. Wow. Nat 20, so two crits and a hit. And then my fourth attack is at a 19. The 19 will not hit. So two crits, one hit so far. And then my last attack from haste is at a 28. Yes. Okay, so... Two crits, two hits. So let's do the crits. Eight plus four is 12. Then the sneak attack. 26 points of damage from the first crit. Eight. 26 points of damage again from the second crit. And now the two hits. I like how it just sounds like you walked into your friendly local gaming store and knocked over their dice display. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get when you have 6d6 sneak attack or backstab damage. Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah. The first time you did it, it honestly made me think of a fireball. The second I heard you roll those <laughs> dice, I was like, there's a fireball. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so 6, 12... 14 or 16 20 22 26 29 points of damage from the second attack or the third attack and now the fourth attack is 27 points of damage okay in the infamous words of one matt mercer how do you want to do this oh my gosh it's family friendly so but here's the key give me oh my gosh where'd my my list of skills that I don't think should exist. Here we go. It's family friendly, but like in television, if the blood's not blood colored, surely anything goes, right? Give the samurai jack treatment and just have it be a robot, so beheading him brutally is okay. Oh, okay, mm. gotcha. Let's just do a straight intelligence roll. Nine. Okay, I was going to give you a little bit of pluses. Right as you think you're going to end him, you realize that he is undoubtedly worth more alive. Uh, so my... Granted, you're level 11, so death is never a permanent thing. I mean, just go catch him at the nearest graveyard, I assume, but... <laughs> do I know if Azok has the ability to resurrect? Azok, do you? No, I didn't see it on my spell list. Do you have the ability to, like, keep his head animate while the rest of his body is dismembered? <laughs> like Futurama? Yeah. Can we put it in a jar? Yeah, only if we have a jar available. Well, <laughs> <laughs> a shit, there must be a jar somewhere. Yeah. Just empty out one of those bottles of rum. Don't empty oh, out no. the bottle of rum. Don't, no. Why, is, Why no? is the rum always gone? <laughs> okay. There's no good way to get a head inside a bottle of rum unless it's a, a very large bottle. Yeah, I do have the ability to bring the dead back, but it is kind of curious how. Well, we're the horde. I don't personally care. 
So I just full bore killed him. <laughs> nice. Okay. Ah, I said he would be worth more, not worth less. I'm chaotic neutral. I don't care. He deserves to die. I dodged a fireball and it still did damage to me, so I'm killing him. Done. Yeah. So, so what do you say to me? Now I have my wounds of my own. As I, so I'll pop out a stealth and I'll yell, "Not before I kill you!" And then just ta 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 ta. And he just falls down in a heap, and you hear a bellow of anger from Umber. Not my problem. No, very definitely our problem. I think. Yep. It is about to be someone else's. Even with Doc Maul defeated and in Davy Jones's locker, the party has far from completed their mission. How strong will Umber prove to be? And what of these murlocs above? Find out next time on part three of Ghost Ship. <laughs>